Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds, and welcome to Don't Skip This One. This is Zach Fisher. As with me, as always, is my uh, host, co-host, Brady Levitt. <laughs> Annoying as ever. And um, uh, returning special guest, Cody McCracken. Hi. Oh, hi. Hello there. Wow. I... Sponsored by Hamhorn. Hamhorn. Just a go, it's a just, free app. It's not. Just, you could go get it. Just and Hamhorn, please just. I've I've been begging you for a year now. <laughs> just sponsor us. If you're still a thing, dude. Cody, I, I was super uncalled for. I'm so sorry about my co-host. Especially like I'm pretty sure I was the one that showed you Hamhorn. <laughs> you were the one that showed <laughs> you Hamhorn. Use it against me. <laughs> wow. Sucks, dude. Um. So this is the episode called uh, <laughs> Six Degrees. Four, a new hope. Six degrees. Episode four, a new hope. Episode four, a new hope. Uh, we just came up with that original, completely original. We were like, man, you know, like New Horizons, a new hope. This is our fourth time. We got a guest host on it, and it has nothing to do with anything in popular culture that I'm aware of. Um, so that's the cool part. Yeah. So just like the other six degrees uh, episodes, what we are going to do is we are going to. I have a playlist that these two do not know about. They don't know what's on the playlist, but it's songs that I enjoy, and I know it's songs that they enjoy as well. I hope so. I hope so. Um, it's Dude, songs that you don't want to skip, because this is, you know, this is the second episode of the new year. Maybe first, depending on if we record the first one first. Today is actually January 1st, but I think this is going to be episode two in, in 23. Uh, but yeah. point is, is that they have no clue what's coming up. And no clue. They kind of have to figure out where, where the where the songs are going. But also, we'll talk more about the songs. We'll talk about why, if it if they do like it, if they wouldn't skip it, you know why they like it, what and what their favorite lyrics are, just like it normally is. But I know, I know there's new people here. And for those that aren't familiar with the first six degrees things, could you explain that a little bit further? Yeah. So, like I just said. Um, the <laughs> well, I just meant like, would it, could it be like something as close? Each song connects to the other. Did you say each, that? Each song, connect, each, oh, yeah. so each song is going to connect to the next song in yeah. some way. Some sometimes it's it's musically like in one of the six degrees. Like we had, I went from um, went from um, what from uh, Joe with the Beatles that. to Joe Cocker because he covered a Beatles song and then went into the the Peanuts theme because. Joe Cocker played at Woodstock, and the Woodstock character mm. is named after the Woodstock Festival. Yeah, see. And then I went to Black Eyed Peas because Fergie was the voice of Sally in the '80s for in some of the Peanuts cartoons. So sometimes Brady can make it a little, a little hard for us to guess. But it's so much fun to do. Uh, I think I think mine are usually like this artist has covered another artist at some point, but every once in a while it's like. They like were in a movie together, a TV show together, or something like that. These ones, for the most part, are all pretty 
like I made these ones a little bit easier to to connect. There was at one point at the beginning, um, we I did start off with um, an impossible thing. And it, it was a, a connection of there's a song um, on the Tony Hawk playlist, um, um, and then there's a Primus song off the Tony Hawk's. Uh, yeah, the Tony Hawk soundtrack from the games. Right. And then Tony Hawk went to high school, and another guy, another famous person went to high school. He played guitar on Awaken My Love, so then it was going to go to Childish Gambino. It was a bit of a stretch. I couldn't figure out how to, but I got rid of him, and I went the other way. So, no further ado, yeah. should we uh, should we, should we, we start this, this bad mama jamma off? Man. I hated it. I hated it, too. Yeah, I hated that a lot. Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. So first off, you know, I feel, let's start it off. Where do you guys think I'm going to cut you off there, Brady. Alien Ant Farm, one of my, the very first concert I ever went to. 2002, Extreme Thing. They're the headliner. Nice. But first off, where do you think this is, where do you, where do you think this, this playlist is going? Like, do you see, where do you see, do you have any idea what direction I'm going with this? Sometimes, like, you know, I know that... It's kind of fun to see if you can guess where I'm, I'm, I'm heading with it. I think you're going to go... I, I personally think that you're going to go as far back in the music as possible. I feel like we're going to end up maybe not classical, but in like jazz era. Into like monk chants almost? <laughs> monk chants is before classical music. I said not quite that far. But Depends I, on where you're located. Like People are still monk chanting now. Okay, I guess not way to, of you to assume that they're not. Wow. All right. Way to shoot down. Uh, way to way to way to yes and. Uh, <laughs> way to yes and. Good job, guys. No, ah, I knew I messed up somehow. New no and um, no. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I think you're gonna go far, far as far back as you can. Okay. What about you? Um. Any any undecided any, just, any undecided. That's fine. Okay. Um. So I guess start off. Yeah. Smooth criminal. Elon at Farm. Like, do you guys have any favorites? I know you said it was your first concert. Do you want to yeah, talk about that? Yeah, the first concert I went to. That's 2002 Extreme Thing. Put on by the Clark County, which is now the entity that I work for that actually special events that put on that concert. So kind of a full circle moment. Um, I know you can't That's say cool. because, you know, legally. Are we getting another Extreme Thing anytime soon? Um, I think I can say this. We They were actually trying to bring it back last year, but then... A lot of the bands, because it's so oh. for for our international listeners, um, it's big Vegas based. It's where the extreme thing is. And then when they were trying to reach out for the bands early on, they none of them could play because there's a proximity clause where you can't play a certain if you are already tied into a festival contractually. And that was before when we were young was announced. And so due to when we were young, a lot of the bands that we would have got for extreme thing couldn't come. I'm guessing it'll uh, be the same because it feels like when we're young is now going to be a new. Well, in the past, the extreme things were more in the spring. Yeah, and when we're young is in October. 
So maybe like it, you know, if there's like six, you know, maybe depending on how long the that clause is, but yeah. And I will say, budget-wise, I don't know if there's plans for it in 2023. Okay. Well, you know what? I just I I love the Ascent thing. I think I didn't go with you the first year. I think I went with you, the, you know, two years later. And yeah. I love going to the Ascent thing. It was a ton of fun. It was yeah. like it was like it was like a mini warp tour almost. It was like a it's almost like a pre warp tour because it happened before warp tour actually started. Yeah, it was the same type of music, same type of band. I actually saw Alien at Farm this summer. Oh they yeah, they went. They played live. Um, it was them, Huba Stank, and Soul Asylum. I don't really care for Soul Asylum. I'm sorry if you're a Soul Asylum fan. Okay. I'm out of here, dude. You know. That's so asylum. What now, why would you to say, me? dude? I, like he's our special guest, and you just like immediately. Why well, are you trying to get him to leave? We, like I'm contractually obligated to. I need to alienate our audience. Right now, our audience is just sitting next to me. <laughs> that's so, so that's, uh, uh, that's not okay. That's one. Um, that's it's like two. You also did the sam sad ham horns at him. Okay, that's two. Hi, Kevin. There's one. Um, <laughs> I, you haven't been listening. I don't know if you have. I'm contractually obligated to uh, alienate our listeners at least once oh, per episode. And um, alienated, alien out alien. farm. Nice. Anyway, done it again, Zach. Why anyway, did you come up with these puns? Um, I'm just sitting back and enjoying the magic. Hey, Brady, does your back hurt uh, from carrying the podcast? Wow, I didn't say wow. it. I did not say it. Wow, and that's what I'm saying. Like the Holy best shit. people, the best people. It's like they don't have to say it about themselves. People will say it for them, you know. Except for all the times that Brady says it about himself. It's also. a new year, dude. Get like new year, new Brady. Right? Um, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, what is what was Alien Ant Farm? Alien Ant Farm. What, so what talking about, but I saw them live with who was saying, and I was surprised because I I thought I'd only knew. Uh, Smooth Criminal and their song Movies. But as they're playing, I was like, oh, I know a lot more of these songs than I thought I did. Like, Satellite something? Yeah, like the, uh, there was, I can't remember, I just remember as they're playing, I was like, oh, I've definitely heard this song. I've definitely heard this song. Yeah. Where I originally thought, I was like, oh, I know Movies and I know Smooth Criminal. And I thought that was it. But I was like, it's Alien Ephraim, I still want to go. Yeah, so, that'd be cool to see even just um, Smooth Criminal and Movies. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I went through, I, I, I always associate certain people with um, certain like bands and stuff that that whoever showed me it basically, and I always think about this one kid from that I, that I hung out in high school with, um, and he introduced me to like more than just Smooth Criminal from Alien Ant Farm. He was like, "Oh yeah, they got like other cool music." Um, shout out to Derek, who's definitely not listening, but if this finds you, come on, Derek, don't be like that. I'm not even sure. Oh no! Yeah, actually, he does follow me on Instagram, so maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, Derek. Okay, what's your favorite part of the song, though? Like lyrics. Yeah, lyrics. So it's um, like we've kind of expanded it to sometimes it's not just lyrics because there's some songs that we choose that aren't like great lyrically, but like still an amazing song. So if it's like your favorite lyric or like your favorite part of the song, like it's like a really cool guitar part or the way that they deliver a line. So I actually, um, if you don't mind me jumping in first, the um, I love the like kind of the, almost a scat that he does. Um, the ba 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 da da woo yeah, which um, that's particularly the cover, isn't it? The original is it? It's not him. A voice is it? I don't think so. No, think that's, like a, that's just like the guitar. It's a guitar, so it's like him doing the guitar bit, um, which is like a a really genius way to make. 
to cover your own a little bit. And like I, this like I don't say this about a lot of covers. Most of the time, I feel like the original is always better. But I think with not as big of a Smooch Criminal fan. Yeah. Like the original Michael Jackson. Pretty, like when when it comes to crimes, you kind of botch them a lot. Yeah. So you're not that smooth. So I understand why you're not much of a smooth criminal fan. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you. But like, I, I'm not much of a, I'm also not much of a Michael Jackson smooth criminal fan. Oh, the yeah, song. The song. Sorry. The, yeah, I guess like, it would make sense if we're talking about the song yeah. right now. Okay. But I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not as, like, it's an, I, it's an okay song, but I, I think I like the Alien Ant Farm version more. And I like the, I like the the way the chorus is. Like it has like it almost feels like it I don't know how to describe it besides like circling around. Like the the way that the Annie Are You Okay? Like it, it feels like maybe it's just the way it's mixed too. It feels like it's circling around you in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Can you guys see what I'm it's hard to explain, but I really like the way that the chorus I believe is I believe that you believe that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's I believe fair. that that's something that you experienced with that song, and I, I don't, yeah. I'm not discounting did you look, that. Did you look at the playlist? You little cheater. I promise you, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I, don't, do you have I a, don't know how to read. Do you have a favorite part? Um, so, one of my 2023 goals is to be more philosophical. Uh-huh. Yeah. And to me, I could be wrong, but like how I interpret the course is, it's just really a symbolism of the modern day relationship, right? So it starts off. Annie, are you okay? Like when you're first in a relationship, you're going above and beyond. You're like, hey, is everything good? You know, like it's easy to do that, the honeymoon stage, right? But then it ends with you, you're okay, Annie. Like I'm not going to ask you, no, you're good. And like later on in the relationship, toxic masculinity comes out and it's like, no, you're okay, Annie. And so that's what I believe why it was written. I could be incorrect. I. You know what, like, I, hey, I um, think, I think, you know, um, like, you are res- a guess, but I resolutions think- are kind of like, you know, like, you can adapt resolutions throughout the year. I feel like maybe you should adapt that one. That, that one might be a better, yeah, like, maybe you should like, I think about that one again. Cause I don't, like, I don't think that, I don't, I don't think that was exactly the point the, of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, the intent, I, might, I feel like you've kind of, like, the intent of the song is probably not quite that, but, like... I think you might have... You I missed it you by a little bit. Small picture. Um, you gotta look at a big picture. Oh, okay, big picture. Well, uh, okay. Uh, well okay. then. I, I mean, that that's your opinion, and you can keep to it, yeah, I, I suppose. <laughs> so, what's your favorite part? <laughs> I already said it. Oh. We should move on to the next one. Should we move one. on to the next song? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you guys, you guys ready for the next song? Are you ready for me to blow your mind? Yeah. If this yeah. one's a this one's a pretty easy jump though. Beat it by Michael Jackson. Um, I'm guessing, I'm guessing you guys can figure out the connection from the last song to this one. Do you have any idea? Is it like that they both like were recorded in studios? That is exactly it. But Zach, can you give me another reason why you think? Um, 
Did they like? Didn't didn't Alien Ant Farm go to the same high school as like Michael Jackson or something? That is what it is. It has nothing to do with the fact that Smooth Criminal was a Michael Jackson song, and then this. Wait, is did you say it was a was it, it was by Alien Ant Farm? So it right? was by Alien Ant. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Like, you but, know. Oh wait, Michael Jackson covered Alien Ant Farm by Smooth Criminal. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Smooth yeah. Criminal. That's exactly yeah. what it was. So. Yeah, Michael Jackson covered Alien Ant Farm by Smooth Criminal, and then Smooth Criminal produced um, Beat It, which was sung by Michael Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Smooth Criminal did. Yeah. That's right, right? Yeah. Hey, um, what's, um, does anyone have some memories about this song? <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> um, I think the first time I heard this song was... We were at our friend uh, Michael Shilin's house. It was like 7th or 8th grade, and we were watching Zoolander. And this song plays it when they have the the runway battle between Hansel and Zoolander. Oh. And like... I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. And so I remember hearing I was like, oh, this is a pretty good song. <laughs> and like, I've loved the song ever since, but I, every time I hear the song, yeah. I think of... I think of that, the Zoolander, um, that scene where him and Hansel have their their battle and then like right after they become friends and yeah hansel he's so hot right now hansel hansel um so i i'm pretty sure i heard it on the radio when i was young but i it like stood out to me when i first heard weird al's um uh wait is it weird out no he does well he does fat doesn't he do a cover of this one too? i think he does parody of this one as well just eat it is that to what it is? It. Just eat it. That's eat what it. it is. It's very. It's a similar concept to fat. That's why I get him confused. I think it was on his food album. Okay, that makes sense then. Um, so I like. I thought that one was really. I thought that was really funny. And then I was. And then like you listen to the original song, which is like, I I probably had heard it before, but like, I had it. It, it like stands out of my memory first listening to Weird Al's, um, just eat it, and then and then listening to Michael Jackson's original. Um, beat it which is uh, a really good song by the king of pop i think i like it i think my favorite part is again the chorus because i can like i can picture like w- the way it works is like every time he's like beat it just beat like that part yeah it, it would switch between the, the hansel and zoolander walk off and like I, oh. it, it was just I just remember that being so funny and I think that was one of the first times I had like really kind of started getting into those stupid movies I think it was one of the first stupid movies that I'd really watched and I that's still a huge part of my love is just dumb movies like Hot Rod and Zoolander and yeah, Anchorman yeah. like those those stupid stupid movies that are amazing so I think that's probably my favorite do you have any favorites or do you have a philosophical take for us there well, I, know probably, I do like the lyrics. Don't want to be a boy. You want to be a man. You want to stay alive. Better do what, what you can. And like sometimes less is more, right? Uh-huh. Um, sometimes there, it's not. You don't have to get super deep. And it's like basically to progress from a boy to a man, you have to you, you to stay alive. You want to stay alive. You have to better do what yeah. you can. Yeah. You need to stay alive in order to be to be a boy okay. to later become a man i again i i don't know if that was that's like pretty much the gist of the song i 
again, you know, I think beat maybe it. You, you can't beat your court cases when you have court cases. Why? Why court cases? But I think you know. I don't know. I like. I don't know if that was the intent, but I, I guess that's a, a fair read on the yeah. on the uh, I think on, I on the song. That's I mean, I, I can I I see I where you're coming from. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Beat it. Uh, I don't know if I said my fav- favorite oh, yeah. part, but um, uh, it has a very good um guitar riff in general, but then the solo is very, very, very well done. Um, I'm not sure. Does he, I don't. Does he actually play the guitar in any of his, or it's always a guest guitarist, right? I don't actually know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure who played guitar on it, but it's it's very, very well done. Um, oh. yeah. Ready to go on to the next song? Yeah, do it. That was the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. So isn't he an actor? Yeah, he is. So are you sure it was by him? Yes. It, okay. So um, no, he but acts. He, he doesn't sing and stuff. Yeah, like I didn't, Like you just actors, told me he was an actor. Actors can't sing. Also, so he is a singer then. Oh, so he's a singer. Okay. Yeah, he's a singer okay. who. So a, who played him? Waterboy. Yeah, uh, that was all the guys. Yeah. Okay. And, and and this is gonna be and, a little confusing. But first off, uh-huh. I want to go. Okay. I, I want to see. Do you know how this song connects to the last song? No. You were, no idea. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any idea? Okay. I I I think I do. I purposely didn't Google this, so if I'm wrong, um, it's because I'm working off memory here. But I believe David Re- David Lee Roth, which he mentions in the song, is from the Van Halen band, isn't he? David Lee Roth was one of the singers of Van Halen. That's what it was. Yeah. And that is that was the connection. Okay. Um, right. And I was I was hoping to try to distract you when that song when that, <laughs> that part, part came, came up. up. I was trying to like get you to focus on anything else besides, but because as soon as you heard David Lee Roth, I think I know it's like, oh crap. I was I was gonna have you go look to make sure the camera was rolling. Uh, but yeah, David Lee Roth <laughs> is one of the singers. So there's David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar, who were singers for Van Halen. Oh, okay. they're actual singers or are they actors? They're actual singers. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm very confused with that whole situation because I don't. I yeah. thought he was an actor. So, um, this song, this this is from Adam Sandler's like live like he had like an album uh, yeah. that he put out after SNL. But this song actually started off on SNL um, during Weekend Update. So when he was an actor, that's right. He, he wrote this song and. Uh, he talked it he he acted it out but like he put intonations on it when he oh like singing uh, similar to singing yes but he mm-hmm. acted it do you think that would help him that? hopefully <laughs> I, I don't know how it's the <laughs> I, don't know how it's, I don't know things have to be like to make sense in my head it's just like you know very black and white <laughs> I didn't say all that <laughs> I didn't say all that okay okay sorry so <laughs> So, I my hands are clean. I'm out. I like. I remember listening to Adam Sandler and like. I remember finding out about the Hanukkah song before I like started watching SNL. I was probably like sixth grade, and oh yeah, yeah. I, me and um, 
um, other friends from the Valley, uh, Ben and Adam Paul, we would go into, they had, they had a relative who had like a small little boat, well, not a small boat, but they had a boat that they, to go out to Lake Mead, which is close to us, and they kept it in the Paul's driveway, and so we had, we would listen to like Blink-182 and like Adam Sandler, and just like stuff that like, has like fifth, sixth graders you're like really not supposed to be listening to. Um, because yeah. you know like the dysentery Gary and stuff you know where like it swears a lot and fifth sixth graders are like you start learning about like new music oh this is kind of funny or this is I like this so we would yeah. and on top of that their their family was really crazy strict religious yeah um, and so they would they really couldn't listen to a lot of stuff growing up and so we used to sneak into like, it wasn't during the summers, luckily, because it would be, like, um, on Saturdays during the school year when it was a little bit cooler. We would, like, sneak into the ha- Like, it had, like, a cover on it. We would sneak into the boat with, like, okay. speakers, like a, a like a speaker with, like, a CD player, and we would listen to the music. We'd be like, oh, this is so cool. I still yeah. remember that because it felt like we were, you know, being rebels when really we just snuck into a, a boat that was on their property and listened to music that was a little bit older than what we should have been listening to it as like sixth graders maybe. yeah um you, like you should have waited until seventh grade yeah like you know and now now you're like emotionally scarred for forever because you honestly forever. i was doing that shit in fourth grade <laughs> and so it, i like, just way I, ahead of you way ahead of me so but i i do remember loving adam sandler like listening to like the beating of the high school bus driver or like all those like stupid stuff that was on adam sandler's like album and listening to this song and being like oh this is funny and the one i remember is and i think i've always loved it is the some people think that eben higgs or scrooge is well he's not but guess who is all three stooges or there's that one and the um where is it the oj simpson not a jew (laughs) like we're not we're not claiming him at all he's not one because this like when adam sandler wrote this song would have been right during the whole oj trial during the trial oh okay like during that it wasn't even like it wasn't years later it was like he was innocent you know it's like that's what the jury this you know is this do you want to share with us your favorite no i that's not has anything to do with it i'm just saying like if we're create this justice system that we're going to stand behind and like he was absolved of those things he was accused of then like maybe like what would be wrong with him being jewish like he was innocent. Legally, legally he was innocent. You are correct. You're right. Legally, he's he's innocent. legally innocent. I mean, it's a judge of our peers, a jury of our peers. He was legally innocent. You are, you are correct. Yes. We are he definitely did not write a book that's that talks about. I'm just how saying, he like, what's done. the point of court then? <laughs> you you, no, but you do have a, a valid point. We're not going to get into the whole legal system on this podcast. It seems like not maybe the reach of a music podcast but i get i get where you're coming from you're, you guys should think a too small picture i do you want to share with us your, you know while we're on the subject you want to share with us your favorite so i kind of feel even like probably it's a waste of time to even bring it up because it's so obvious that this is what the song's about and so, hanukkah yeah it's hanukkah it's about well, what you're people about? who are jewish no it's more so the underappreciation of hanukkah and it's Evidenced by the line okay. here. It's, yeah, that's pretty good. It, yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, the line here that really drives it home oh, is yeah. the owner of the Seattle Supersonicas celebrates Hanukkah. Su- Seattle Supersonics are no longer a team. 
Adam Sandler had the foresight to to know that that was going to happen. Oh, so it's great. saying like not uh, this yeah. imaginary person, so, this yeah. imaginary person. Celebrate Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. That's what it's been reduced to. Not even a real reality can celebrate Hanukkah. It's so he, underappreciated so that that person it was so that doesn't even exist anymore. And a ghost, an imaginary figure, believes in Hanukkah. And so that's what the whole song is trying to express. Okay, we Cody, I, you were so close. Cody, that I was just correct. I just want you to just like explain to me again. Let, yes. So Adam Sandler knew that that team like 10, 15 years later was going to was not going to be. I don't know if it was that many years later. They haven't been a team for a while. Do a little bit of research on this. You're the one that picked up the play the songs, right? That's totally fair. To- totally. Um, All I'm trying to say is OJ was innocent. Wait a minute. <laughs> like by the court like of law. Before. By the court of law, yeah. yeah. I just you feel like you're distracting from. Okay, so but I'm not. You know what? Actually, let's just move on. Um, as maybe better if we just move on from that. Let's just let's, let's again just you know let's just resolutions resolutions can 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 change. Um, what's what did you say your favorite part of the you did? Yeah, um, did did you say your just favorite? Quickly, my favorite part was um, I forgot. I got distracted by all this. Um. Probably. You guys need to think deeper. <laughs> Clearly, we don't think deep enough. Um, uh, I don't know. I I was gonna say my older brother showed me this song. Um, I always think about him when I when I listen to it. We we would we would laugh about um the. the did you guys ever see the video that he made that went along with it? It was like a cartoon. Or no, wait, that was like a whole movie. There it was, was the, the Eight Crazy Nights. Night. Eight Crazy Nights. I think mm-hmm. there was like a clip of like this song from it that we would, we would watch. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and, and, and laugh about. Um, we used to watch a lot of Adam Sandler with my older brother, actually. Fond memories. Um, so, should we... Do we have anything else about this song? I, I'm still a little... Let's... Uh, you know what? Maybe we should yeah, maybe just cleanse our palate a little of breather. Music. Of music all together, and let's just go into the sellout corner. All right, let's sell out. This, uh, this is a song that uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there, and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs. So, uh, wrote, a, wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs. Here we go. And that was the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. So isn't he an actor? Yeah, he is. Are you sure it was by him? Yes. It, okay. So um, no, he but acts. He, he doesn't sing and stuff. Yeah, like it. Like you just actors, told me he was an actor. Actors he, can't sing. Also, so he is a singer then. Oh, so he's a singer. Okay. Yeah, he's a singer okay. who so who played him. Waterboy. Yeah, uh, that was. Those are guys. Yeah. Okay. And, and and this is gonna be a little confusing. But first off, uh-huh. I want to go. Okay. I, I want to see. Do you know how this song connects to the last song? No. You no idea. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any idea? Okay. I I I think I do. I purposely didn't Google this. So if I'm wrong, um, it's because I'm working off memory here. But I believe David Re- 
David Lee Roth, which he mentions in the song, is from the Van Halen band, isn't he? David Lee Roth was one of the singers of Van Halen. That's what it was. Yeah. And that is that was the connection. Okay. Um, right. And I was I was hoping to try to distract you when that song when that, <laughs> that part, part came, came up. up. I was trying to like get you to focus on anything else, besides, but because as soon as you heard David Lee Roth, I think I noticed. Ah, oh, crap! I was I was gonna have you go look to make sure the camera was rolling. Uh, but yeah, David Lee Roth <laughs> is one of the singers. So there's David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar, who were singers for Van Halen. Oh, okay. they're actual singers or are they actors? They're actual singers. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm very confused with that whole situation because I don't. I yeah. thought he was an actor. So um, this song, this this is from Adam Sandler's like live. Like he had like an album uh, yeah. that he put out after SNL. But this song actually started off on SNL um, during Weekend Update. So when he was an actor, That's right. he, he wrote this song and uh, he talked it, he he acted it out, but like he put intonations on it when he... Oh, like singing? Uh, similar to singing, yes. But he mm. acted it. You think that would help him with that? Hopefully. <laughs> I, I don't know how it's to... <laughs> to... I don't know that how it's... I don't know, things have to be like, to make sense in my head. It's just like, you know... Very black and white. <laughs> I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So, so I my hands are clean. I'm out. I like, I remember listening to Adam Sandler and like I remember finding out about the Honky Song before I like started watching SNL. I was probably like sixth grade, and oh yeah, I, me and um, um, other friends from the valley, uh, Ben and Adam Paul, we would go into. They had, they had a relative who had like a small little boat, well, not a small boat, but they had a boat that they to go out to Lake Mead, which is close to us, and they kept it in the Paul's driveway, and so we had, we would listen to like Blink One Eighty Two and like Adam Sandler and just like stuff that like has like fifth sixth graders you're like really not supposed to be listening to, mm-hmm. um, because yeah. you know like the dysentery Gary and stuff you know where like it swears a lot and fifth sixth graders you're like. You start learning about like new music. Oh, this is kind of funny, or this is I like this. So we would, yeah. and on top of that, their their family was really s- crazy strict religious. Yeah. Um. And so they would they really couldn't listen to a lot of stuff growing up, and so we used to sneak into like it wasn't during the summers, luckily, because it would be like um, on Saturdays during the school year when it was a little bit cooler. We would like sneak into the like it had like a cover on it. We would sneak into the boat with like okay. speakers, like a, a like a speaker with like a CD player, and we would listen to the music and be like, "Oh, this is so cool!" I still yeah. remember that because it felt like we were, you know, being rebels when really we just snuck into a a boat that was on their property and listened to music that was a little bit older than what we should have been listening to as like sixth graders, maybe. Yeah. Um, you, like you should have waited until seventh grade. Yeah, like you know. And now, now you're like emotionally scarred for forever because you. Honestly, forever. I was doing that shit in fourth grade. <laughs> Dude, and so I just like way I, ahead of you. Way ahead of me. So, but I I do remember loving Adam Sandler, like listening to like the, the beating of the high school bus driver, or like all those like stupid stuff that was on Adam Sandler's like album, and listening to this song and being like, oh, this is funny. And the one I remember is, and I think I've always loved it is the. Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge is. Well, he's not, but guess who is? All three Scrooges. Or there's that oh, one okay. and the, um, where is it? The O.J. Simpson. 
not a Jew. <laughs> not like we're yeah. not we're not claiming him at all. He's not one because this like when Adam Sandler wrote this song would have been right during the whole OJ trial. During the trial. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, during the, yeah. It wasn't even like it wasn't right. years later. He it was, was like he was innocent. You know. It's, uh, like that's what the jury this you know is this uh, do you want to sh- share with us your favorite part? no I, that's not has anything to do with it i'm just saying like if we're create this justice system that we're going to stand behind and like he was absolved of those pr- things he was accused of then like maybe like what would be wrong with him being jewish like he was innocent Legally, legally he was innocent. You're 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 right. He's legally innocent. It's a judge of our peers, jury of our peers. He was legally innocent. You are are correct. We are. He definitely did not write a book that's that talks about. I'm just saying, like, what's the point of court then? (laughs) You know, but you do have a a valid point. We're not going to get into the whole legal system on this podcast. It seems like not maybe the reach of a music podcast but i get i get where you're coming from you're, you guys should take a too small picture i do you want to share with us your, you know while we're on the subject you want to share with us your favorite so i kind of feel even like probably it's a waste of time to even bring it up because it's so obvious that this is what the song's about and so, hanukkah yeah and hanukkah it's about well, is that what you're people who are jewish no it's more so the underappreciation of hanukkah and it's Evidenced by the line okay. here. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. It. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. Well, the line here that really drives it home oh, is yeah. the owner of the Seattle Supersonicas celebrates Hanukkah. Super, Seattle Supersonics are no longer a team. Adam yeah. Sandler had the foresight to to know that that was going to happen. Oh, so it's great. saying like not uh, this yeah. imaginary <laughs> person, so, this yeah. imaginary person. Uh huh. Celebrates Hanukkah. Uh-huh. That's what it's been reduced to. Not even a real reality can celebrate Hanukkah. It's so he, underappreciated so that that person it was so close. that doesn't even exist anymore, and a ghost, an imaginary figure, believes in Hanukkah. And so that's what the whole song is trying to express. Okay, we Cody, I, you were so close, Cody. That I just, correct. I just want you to just like explain to me again. Let's yes. so. Adam Sandler knew that that team, <laughs> like 10, 15 years later, was gonna was not gonna be. I don't know if it was that many years later. They haven't been a team for a while. Do a little bit of research on this. You're the one that picked up the play the songs, right? That's totally fair. To- totally. Um, All I'm trying to say is OJ was innocent. Wait a minute. <laughs> like by the court like of law. Before. By the court of law, yeah. Yes. I just you feel like you're distracting from. Okay, so but. I'm not. You know what? Actually, let's just move on. Um, as maybe better if we just move on from that. Let's just let's, let's again just you know let's just resolutions resolutions can 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 change. Um, what's what did you say? Your favorite part of the you did? Yeah, um, did did you say your just favorite? Quickly, my favorite part was um, I forgot. I got distracted by all this. Um, probably. You guys need to think deeper. <laughs> clearly, we don't think deep enough. Um, uh, I don't know. I I was gonna say my older brother showed me this song. Um, I always think about him when I when I listen to it. We we would we would laugh about um the, the did you guys ever see the video that he made that went along with it? It was like a cartoon, or no wait, that was like a whole movie. It, it was, was the, the eight, eight crazy nights. Night. Eight crazy nights. I think mm-hmm. there was like a clip of like this song from it that we would we would watch. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and, and, and laugh about, um, we used to watch a lot of Adam Sandler with my older brother, actually. 
fond memories. Um, so should we? Do we have anything else about this song? I I'm still a little. Let's, uh, you know what? Uh, maybe we should yeah, just cleanse our palate a little of breather. music of music altogether, and let's just go into the sellout corner. All right, let's sell out. And in addition to the ad, go follow. Don't skip this one on Instagram or Twitter. Um, you can follow us on YouTube. There's nothing there, but maybe one day. Um, definitely subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Uh, tell your friends about it. Um, Spotify Premium, it'll play the full song for you um, if you guys have that instead of just the clips. Um, and now that we're in the new year, we are completely caught up. You can listen to this yeah. the same day that the Spotify people listen to it. If you listen on, on Apple Music or... or mm-hmm. Apple Music or uh, help me out, guys. I can't think oh, of any others. I just, uh, there's also um, we have listeners on Amazon Music. We have listeners on um, the podcast the, app, which I think is still Apple Music. Uh, um, Stitcher is Deezer, Stitch. Stitcher. Stitcher. What? Deezer's. Deezer, yeah, Deezer. Some people listen on there. Google Podcasts. There's a Google Podcast app. Um, uh, leave a review on iTunes. Those still help, uh, surprisingly enough. So please leave Thanks, a review. Sam. Thank you, Sam, uh, for our one review. Um, and also, every Spotify has a playlist on my Spotify profile. If you search Zach Fisher, that's Z-A-C-K, and then the word Fisher, um, uh, on Spotify. Mine's the one with the show's logo. Um, the other ones are trying to steal my identity. Uh, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Um, so, and then... That's it, right? On my yeah. spiel. Okay. Did uh, you look? Did you see what it was? No, I didn't look. Jesus, I, I had to read off Bra- just to just to explain to those listening. I Brady's playing it off of his computer in between the three of us. We're in his parents' basement. Yeah. Also, I don't know if we talked about this for all you listeners out there. We we're doing this all together. Normally, it's through Zoom, and we're yeah, that's true. Yeah. Is... It's 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 yeah. We're all close and next to each other and looking each other in the eyes. Cody, get your hand off my knee. um uh and then uh for our uh guest uh, cody um he just put out a series on instagram was it anywhere else just instagram Uh, right now youtube also youtube YouTube. um your instagram's i i mean i just follow you so what is it at cody rocks cody rocks with a z with a z okay Um, cody rocks with a z but it's like it's a four-part series of like music that you recorded outside and like in cool spots yeah yeah tell us a little bit about it uh it's basically like a four-part series of music i recorded outside in a different spot (laughs) okay well some some of the spots are really cool and um it has like loops you found right yeah so like the uh, i don't own any of the beats and so like a little bit of it it was um an exercise and letting go and just like not overthinking it and just to like kind of as they say like stay in the gym like stay practice with creative music and stuff so i just didn't want to like it was kind of nice to let go and be like and not think oh this is for an album and not even and even with recording it i used like the 19 dollar apple headphones and just did into the mic i still mixed it to to make it sound good but i just yeah. i used it the, wasn't like you were in a studio recording yeah. a song you went outside to do 
And there's like some pretty, there's like an episode by a creek. You can hear background creek noise. Yeah, and, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that was pretty much the, the like, it's not going to be really released on streaming or anything like that. It's just lives where it lives. And yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. Just kind of practicing and I don't know, just stuff that I was inspired to write to that I don't necessarily own the rights to, you know? Yeah. So. Ah, I mean, it was really cool. Um, it was a really cool series, and we, um, we've both said that we're like, we're, we're friends with you, but we're also like really fan, big fans of your music. Friends, mm-hmm. friends, we're friends, and um, so, we, uh, I know I really enjoyed that, and it was, it came out, the series came out really, really well. Thank you, I appreciate that. So anybody, who somehow doesn't know Cody or us and listens to this podcast. Go f- <laughs> go follow Cody. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a few people, family members and stuff. Um, anything else we need to shout out? I think that's it. Just make sure you follow us on all of our. Wait, are you? Is Kevin still have a contract with you? <sighs> Not really. I don't think so. It's. I think we. Yeah, I think we can't contract him. So we can literally say like, don't listen to Kevin Becky music. <laughs> <laughs> the contract was just for a, an ad. We, it's we just should... for an ad. I mean, yeah. yeah. Technically, we could have. Bashed on him while we had the ad. That's oh, fair. But, but the ad, but like, it wouldn't be a contradiction to say that, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, as Cody says, don't don't listen to Kevin, uh, Bessie. It's just like the sneeze, like sounded so much better than the cough. You know? I know. Like the realism in music, I feel like. I'm is not like trying to really... feed a fed horse here, but it's just like, like it's just, I don't know. Well, on that note. Should we move on to the next song? It's by Kevin. Don't look. (laughs) I think we we probably should. London by Warren Zevin. Do you have any idea how this connects to? No. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Part of the fun is trying to guess. <laughs> I don't have any idea. I don't want it. I'm like just honest. I don't want to. I guess that's time. fair. Fair. That's fair. I value the listener's time. I'm not gonna say I, I don't know, and I'm not gonna sit here rambling about how I don't know. We value the time, you know. Like so, basically, like if I. <laughs> Try to come up with something, I'd be wrong. I'd be wasting a lot of the right. listeners' time. Yeah, you'd be wrong. And I'd rather just keep it short and be like, no, so the next person could get it, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Opposed to me, like, coming so up with good. a reason that could or could not be correct, most likely would be incorrect. Yeah. Because yeah. I have no idea. I get so it. I'm just trying to say, like, no, that I'm valuing yeah. their time, valuing okay. your guys' Okay, time. okay, okay, okay. Hey, um, so, <laughs> Mr. Cheater over here. Zach, All right, I'm gonna tell me how I'm, no, 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 I'm gonna pretend like I was gonna pretend like I hadn't scrolled down to the third Google result and seen so, how they connect. <laughs> so, there was a. It's just I value their time. <laughs> so I would could be still trying to explain it right now. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. So there was an album that came out um, of covers from Warren Zevin songs. Zeben, I don't know how if I'm pronouncing that right. Adam Sandler covered Werewolves of London. Okay. So you know, 
Whoa, uh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. You could have just Googled Werewolves of London lyrics and not seen okay. anything, Zach. I, I, it's a, okay. I was going Wait, to the end of the lyrics. Wait, did Adam Sandler the actor or Adam Sandler the singer? <laughs> Call back, boys. <laughs> that showbiz. That showbiz. Bro, does your back hurt from, like, carrying us this whole podcast? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they, so Adam Sandler covered this? I, I know, I, that's all I know. Yeah, so that's, that's what it was. Adam Sandler covered okay. this. It's on, as I was looking through the Adam Sandler songs, I'd be like, okay, like, what is the next song? I was trying to think of maybe there's a wedding singer reference I could go through, but then yeah. I saw this, I was like, oh, I love Werewolves of London, like, I listen to it every like every Halloween season. Yeah, but it's also a really good song, and I think it's really interesting that it's like how similar because this song came out first, and a couple years later, uh, "Sweet Home Alabama" came out, and how they're di- they when you listen to them back like back to back, they are two completely different sounding songs, but they sound very similar. Yeah, and then it, it then you know in like two thousand eight, Kid Rock came out with "It's a Terrible Song," and I love it, and I listen to it every summer. How called all you? it's called all summer long and it's it, it's like he mashes up werewolves in london and leonard skinner's uh sweet home alabama into one song and it's weird because it's like it's more werewolves in london but he references no not that one um but he references sweet home alabama a lot in the song but it's funny because it's like the majority of the the song is werewolves of london like yeah. the, the piano so part. sweet home alabama sampled werewolves of london it's not a sample. It's it, just a similar chord. It's just a, yeah. It it just sounds similar, but like when you listen to it, it is it is different. It's not even like oh, it's not like a Ice Ice Baby and much like, pressure. Much like OJ Simpson is legally innocent, mm-hmm. they are legally different from each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I guess. I guess you could say that. Um, I didn't realize the Werewolves of London came out before Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. I thought it was because I looked it up because I was like. Because I remember listening to Werewolves of London and being like, it does really sound like Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, and it like, does. Because, like, so this came out in 1978, and I'm, let me, let me double check. I'm going to double check. Oh, yeah. no. This we don't is do a... a lot of fact checking here on this podcast. Oh, never mind, never mind. I'm time. wrong. Sweet Home Alabama came out first, 1974, and then Werewolves of London came out in 1978. Mm. That sounds, that sounds about right, dude. They stole the feel. Warren Zebelna, they stole the, yeah. What were we talking about? A Werewolves of London. Werewolves of London. Um, it is a good song, though. Uh, and I was trying to look, I was looking at the lyrics. I mean, it's it's like a... It's just kind of like a silly song. It's like a silly song, it, but I not think, like is lyrics are silly. So, um, my, so uh, we'll let you what, get to uh, your Cody, uh, let, can we? Um, let's let's, let's just do our our favorites. Yeah, because I, I know I I like um, I like how it is kind of silly, but I also do like the guitar part in it. Like, um, a lot yeah, of it's a pretty good guitar. Another part, good yeah. guitar part. Like, I feel like a, there's been a couple of these where really good guitar solos in it. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, that Van Halen hammer on, like, that's so much easier to do. Another callback, bro. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I like, I do like the, the, a uh, woo. I, oh, I do it, like that part. It really, it gets me every time. I'm just like, 
I always love to sing along with it. And it, it's it's not only like great that he's putting in an, a woo and like a werewolf reference, which is obviously funny and silly, but he's also doing like it like musically. It's like a really good addition to. The I do, and I like I like the piano part of the keyboard part of the 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 part that sounds very similar to Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Um, that riff that sounds similar, but um, as I was looking into it, um, Werewolves of London. Um, he came out and said later that like it's it you know like it's a song about a werewolf but like reality it's like a song about a womanizer oh i see so it's like the, okay you tell us so what, I guess what you think if, of your maybe or your... maybe warren was wrong about i mean i can song, see where but... you i can see where you can like mm-hmm. yeah okay just lay it on us there so it what's really quite incredible oh, about <laughs> what I just, I don't, I'm a little worried where this is going to go. No, it was quite incredible, again, much like Adam Sandler, the foresight. Like, this happened in 1978, correct? Yeah, 78. I did my research. But anyhow. Can I guess where he's going with it? (laughs) No, listen. (laughs) This has happened in 1978, and if you, Uh the lyric that kind of ties the whole song together is, I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's. His hair was perfect. And I think it's just the greater metaphor for current age social media where um when you're like a werewolf they're just mangled they're just messy you know and that's how we all are in reality like we're we're just like really hiding the ugly parts of us but his hair was perfect so in social media you present yourself in the most positive light in this great way but in reality, you're ugly. I, so I do think that quick, he was just talking about werewolves. Though. So like, real quick, you're saying, like the last song, that Warren Zevin, who wrote the song in the 70s. Yes. Way before the invention of, like, personal computers, Before the internet, personal computers, is, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the internet, it, no, the internet had not even been invented. I don't think it's been started yet. I don't think so. Um, and then you're saying that he foresaw the coming of all this new technology the point of like instagram i mean there's elements i'm not trying like if you think about it even in his time that's always kind of the the ruse right like you're going out there presenting yourself in the most positive light in a way that isn't your truest self in reality we have ugly parts there's parts that we're ashamed of but when we're like putting ourselves out there we're not showing that we're only showing the best or positive things okay but he's he's saying like is the first lyric is like he saw a werewolf with a chinese menu in his hand and you're saying that this song is about presenting the the perfect i'm not saying i think i'm saying i know so okay, and, and again, but I just want to make sure I'm clear on this because you said I know it's that he a, had the foresight about social media. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, to an extent, but it was very derived on the things going on in the world at the time. With this, okay, okay. I just I don't. Yeah, I'll, let's move past it. Let's just move past it. Okay, um, I I don't know if I can, but I, we're we gonna can... move past it. Let's just move on to the next okay, song. Okay, I guess. Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Um, the longest countdown. Before I get into this, 
you guys have any idea how that one ties into the last song? No. <laughs> That's it? I do you really want to just, dude. Just, just take, a, take a guess. Just see if you can guess it at all. I want to see. Just... Um, dude, the dude that wrote the werewolf and date one of the members of Fleetwood Mac. No, but that's a that's a good that's a good guess. Do you have any guesses? He actually took my guess. I I thought maybe that. that oh, could be it. do one of the members of Fleetwood Mac date the guy that did the werewolf song? No. So what it is is on Werewolves of London. Oh, d- wait a minute! Didn't one of the members of Fleetwood Mac date Warren um, Zevenock, the, the guy that wrote the Werewolf song? No. So, so wait, let- did <laughs> did Warren Zimmerman go like <laughs> and like was trying to went on a blind date, but then his blind date didn't show, and then one of the members of Fleetwood Mac showed up and said, and they had a date together. Yeah, I think that's right. Actually, I think he's. Right. I'm gonna. I'll give it to you. That's wait, exactly wait, wait, wait. what it is. Warren Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how does it tie? So it ties together. <laughs> actually, so together. the on the the um, this actual song, playing the um, the drums and the bass on the Werewolves of London is Mick Fleetwood oh. and John McVie of Fleetwood Mac. Mm. That's basically. pretty much what we said. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, no, like, that's what we said. I know. We went on a blind date. If you would have let us finish. The, the, and, and after the blind date was over, they went to the recording studio with the other members of the band. We were trying to say that. Then you, you, you just, like, cut us off. It's, like, like, it's not very good podcast etiquette. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> so that is how. <laughs> so that's our connection. That's how it connects, <laughs> is that like I think that's that actually that's pretty cool that like the members you know some of the members of of yeah like, no, the, cool. the Fleetwood of Fleetwood Mac mm-hmm. yeah. was the like played on the song like I think that's just cool and so that's how that last song ties in fun fact for you there cool um fun fact for all you music nerds listening you bunch of nerds. I thought I was supposed to. I don't know. I sometimes I like to remind them that they're nerds for listening to this. Well, that's fair. I am a nerd for making it. That's fine. Um. So, what's your guys' thoughts on the chain? Oh, I really enjoy it. It's a good. Um. It's a good example of, um, a constant crescendo. Um. It, well, I I guess it resets a bit, but it a crescendo in the fact that like. You you start it it starts at such a quiet and small and simple place, and by the end like you're Brady. <laughs> exactly like Brady, and then a, a, to, Chris, you could say it, to a better place. Yes, to a better place. Cody's gesturing at himself. It's, uh, to at the end you're that more of a Cody, mm-hmm. where you're start very. Simple. It starts yeah, simple yeah. like Brady, and then am, at the end you're more of a Cody. I could see that because I'm the Shasta. He's the Coca Cola. Yeah. Like I'm the, I'm the Mister Pib to his Arctic Pepper. Machine, fifty seconds in the show. That's what yeah, yeah. And it's okay. He knows. I understand. For a long time, my my mom used to call me Shasta. 
Rightfully so. And we don't need to. I mean, this isn't a childhood trauma podcast. I don't know if we need to get, dive into that too much. Or well, he needs yeah. to know his place. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, but no, that's. <laughs> I think that's what I really like. It's actually our like, podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Ow. <laughs> Ow. That hurt. Uh, it's okay, Josh. But. <laughs> But, but the, I was gonna say what that's that's my I think that's my favorite part too is like that slow like how slowly gets like more in crescendos like I think yeah. I, I think my favorite part is the like the the big um, the big if you don't love me now you'll never love me again like when yeah. like, everything comes in and it yeah and it's it's a crescendo in both um, volume and in intricacy yeah instruments and in- intricacy like you yeah. start getting more. Uh, more intricate um, riffs and everything. So I really enjoyed um, the driving uh, bass too. I was like gonna say, and but I, I do like that how that is just that steady throughout the entire throughout song. The entire thing, yeah. You just hear the boom, 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 and it, as it even on the the slow parts, you still hear that driving in. I think yeah. that's, I really really like that. Do you guys have any specific um, like memories associated with like? with Mac in general so I I get you know how I I get really nerdy and I'm kind of a know-it-all what I don't know what you're talking about so that was sarcasm so my family we always play in the car like name that tune um okay yeah yeah you know name that tune and we will you know try to figure it out and like and it's just like whoever can read it off the dashboard fast enough no so like in I remember in high school I was my mom was a, a photographer, like for like weddings and senior pictures and families and all all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And in high school, I was her assistant. Like I, that was my job. Like I'd, I'd go with her. I'd you know, do everything she needed help with. Um, but as we were driving, she had Sirius XM, and she, like, just kind of like us, where we still love listening to stuff from the two thousands. My mom was in high school in the seventies, and so she's like, the seventies is her music, like. Yeah, that is her favorite thing is um, is music, and from the seventies. Yeah, real quick, can you check? Michaela just called. Can you make sure that the it's still recording up there? It didn't. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure you, the viewer, didn't get a. We're recording on my phone. The video part. Anyway, um, <laughs> but. This is the most ghetto shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we used to, we played Name That Tune all the time. And, like, I got really good with 70s music. And so me, and then me and Michaela started playing it. Yeah. And she hated it at first. And then, like, she was around my family for so long. Okay. Um, uh, I think we just have to keep it down a little bit. Because my child's in the next room, and I think she kind of stirred a little bit. Okay. But we'll be fine. We can keep going. Anyway, that was my wife. And this is kind of the memory is we would play this, and I kind of got really cocky about, like, how much 70 song I know. And so we were just, like, we were playing, and, uh, you know, I was getting all these ones right. And then I think she played either Dream or The Chain. And I was like, I don't know this one. And I think before I talked about how I, like, I'd listen to Fleetwood Mac with my mom and stuff. Yeah, and it was either the tra- the chain or dream, which is like the two biggest ones, yeah. and I had no clue. And she's like, "It's sweet with Mac." I was like, "I've never heard this song before," and so Michaela still gives me crap about saying I knew Fleetwood Mac when 
really like I didn't know as much as I thought I did. Yeah. Um, but but ever since then I've like you know what I need to up my Fleetwood yeah knowledge and like listen to a lot more of them. Definitely. I mean, there is they're um, very influential and also just like their songs as a band when they were all together were very very good. Um, I always think of the. Uh, I don't necessarily have like a specific memory associated with Fleetwood Mac, but I do always think of the whenever I talk about the Rumors album, I think of um, John Mulaney's uh, joke that it was written by and for people cheating on each other. Because <laughs> I don't remember the whole story, but I know like the band, everyone was cheating in a relationship or cheating on yeah somebody else in the band and stuff. So. Um, do you have any? Do you have any like memories with the song, Cody, or favorite? But uh, I guess we talked about kind of like our favorite thing about the song, right? Yeah. So do you have like a favorite part of the song or like a lyric? Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I, uh, like if I talk about it, I'll get angry. Okay. Just because, okay. like, I don't know how you can get angry with the song, but like, no, like, yeah. Like so the... basically, I just it. I feel like it's criminal um, that. Okay. This song is like in churches and stuff. You hear like kumbaya. You hear our oh, God is an awesome God. Um, God be with you till we meet again. You hear all these songs when this should be a gospel song that's more popular in the church. In any church you go to, it should oh, be. What? Um, so, so what about what, this song? Yeah, wait, are you guys are you being serious? Absolutely. Yeah. What are you okay, talking about? Okay, let's look at the lyrics. Watch the sun rise. Jesus, the sun rise. Correct. Okay. No. You guys said it yourself. Drive no, and base that. Doom, doom, that's a more metaphor of the nail into the cross. Okay, definitely not. I and don't. Last, that's not no. even close. To <laughs> not, not you guys close. mentioned it. Uh-uh. And then lastly, if you don't love me now. You'll never love me again. Okay. So if you don't no, accept his I, love, you'll go to no, hell. No, you'll no, go no, to no, hell no. and never have the chance to love him no, again. No, it's about it's about people cheating on each other. It's about it's about a bad relationship. Listen, just because you guys don't get it. I, no, we get it. This is why I don't want to get into it. This is I don't think I don't, you get it. No, it's not about the, the I, fact that it should I, be in a church. It's the fact that you're completely misunderstanding this song. I like you. And like we, we you mentioned the driving base. We understand that you're our guest, but like I don't think you've gotten any. No, just kidding. You've you've gotten once one lyric correct, like one meaning of the song correct. You're way off base on how you got to that point, but like <laughs> everything else is just it hasn't really been right. So like, like agree to disagree. Okay, you know what? Let's. I guess I, I, I we can just let's, I, let's just move on. Let's We're move good. on. I guess. Holiday Road by Lindsey Buckingham. And this one, Cody, do you know the connection? No. <laughs> okay. I don't. Dude. Zach, I know you know the connection to this one. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell us the connection? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to skip jokes for a second. Lindsey Buckingham is, was a member of Fleetwood Mac. 
and he's the one that wrote the song. So yeah. Yeah. So he was the bassist. No, I don't, guitarist. I think I can't like, remember. But either way, the he was it, part and, of. And with, you know how you were talking about the cheating and everything going on. Yeah. Not what the song is about. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> not what the song is about. It's a bigger thing. Um, we're not gonna bring. We're, we can't. We can't. We can't call back to that. It was just keep going. Get, it was Lindsey Buckingham and okay. Stevie Nicks, like the two main. Like the, that's right. They were the two. Yeah. They were Steve the one. Nicks. They were going through a divorce oh, through rumors, and so okay. like the there's another song called "You Can Go Your Own Way" on rumors, and it's yeah. it is a fu song. Like you can go your own way. You can get going. Which is just insane that like they were still in the band writing songs about how they did not like each other and would oh, perform yeah. it to get like that just the energy that comes out of it is like artistically it's amazing um, the energy that came out of it and the and the and the writing but it's to think about that situation how awkward that would yeah. be and just in general is I might have been wrong on the divorce thing I'm gonna double check on that but like. It, you little know. to no research as we little to no research see. but i do know that that it was those who they were dating <coughs> okay um, and there was yeah lots of but yeah um so you've gotten back wait when did no holiday road came is came out after yeah rumors okay. that, that was in the 80s with the vacation movies oh yes that's right did this does, was this from the soundtrack like it premiered on the soundtrack or, or i know it's on this is this is the theme song for our vacation this oh it's yeah. the theme song okay also yeah so they um they they weren't i don't think they were married but they they knew each other they started a relationship in high school started a band and then okay. but like rumors like silver springs and dreams was by nick and go your own way and second hand means was Lindsay buckingham about the the relationship breakdown okay. which would be so hard to be in a band with your ex or your significant other that becomes your ex and then Absolutely. writing writing like hate songs about the other one be like yeah no like we're in a band together i am writing a breakup song yeah about you let's play it and perform it for millions of people i feel like you had to point at me in that example specifically i don't know what we bit. have to do like a little bit of just because point. like me and cody are the host of the podcast now and you're the special guest i don't feel like there's a need to like single me out as like a problem that's fair that's fair anyway we'll go back to <laughs> but so this one was by lindsey buckingham and it's the vacation theme song and like vacation is one of the funniest movies like i love the one that you want emma roberts and <laughs> yeah emma I think roberts one. no 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 that's not wait yeah i think jennifer yeah yeah. Was that movie. is such a good movie classic for sure yeah that's what we're talking about right well that's the a sequel um vacation um, yeah no it, it, it is vacation it's yeah the, the dad in, modern. Ed, i thought the song came out a lot earlier than that ed helms <laughs> in that movie is rusty from the original vacation movie oh okay um but like i i love watching vacation every year i watch christmas vacation which is amazing the griswolds are yeah. great you know like i i watched that one this year yeah I, I don't know. I just I've always been a big fan of vacation movies. Like I've been a big fan. I'm a big fan of Chevy Chase's movies. Not so much his like him, but the movies he's in. Like you got to give it to him. Like and we've talked about it a little bit before. Where like sometimes geniuses are are, 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 are assholes. Like so then what? How do you explain me? Am I just an anomaly? Yeah, you're a genius exactly. and 
not an asshole? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, asshole. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, like, like... I don't want to just take a pause from uh, everything here to go ahead and um, apologize for any ever defending Kanye West on this podcast. Anybody listening to this episode after any of those episodes, I apologize. Those episodes were recorded before he said the things that he said recently. So, anyways, but going he, on. Like, but it, like but musical yeah. genius. Musical also genius. Kind crazy. of a crazy asshole, and I probably will not be listening to his music but, going forward. But it's a, but, but it's the same with like choice. Chevy Chase, where like, you know, there's only been a handful of people who have ever said good things about Chevy Chase, but like, yeah. comedically, like, he's a comic genius. Like, everything he's in, not everything, but like, a lot of the stuff he's in is like really, really funny. Yeah, he's an asshole, but he's really funny. Absolutely. Um, and so I, I love the vacation movies. Um, Do you have any memories about like that this song brings to mind for you, Cody? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so have... what's what's your favorite part? Of, let's 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 move on from that. What's your favorite part about the song? Sorry. Um, we. Um, favorite part about this song, um, it's, we were talking, like, there's a not lot, a lot there lyrically, um, but, you know, it's got a good, like, swinging vibe and, and, like, the way he sings Holiday, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's always catchy, makes you sing along, I, I really like that part. I, yeah. I do, too, I really like that part, I, it's just, it's, it's more when I hear the song, I think of the memories of, like, watching the vacation movies with with my family really with my parents yeah um so, cody i um i'm afraid to ask well it just i mean you didn't you didn't have any memories with it so maybe you don't have like a well, favorite lyric or anything you want, we can move past it we real can quick. just move past if you do you want, you want. Or, well is this like a family friendly podcast not really no no well i don't why did you ask that i mean it's just pretty obvious like oh still you know self pleasure sometimes is referred to as you know get jacking off you know and then jack be nimble jack be quick like when you're in those situations you have to be nimble and you have to be quick oh my god and i like the call like brady props to you for the multiple callbacks to the previous songs vacation vacation reference here Mm -hmm. to family vacation by adam sandler adam sandler earlier and then also this like family vacation is an Adam Sandler movie. Okay. And okay, then yeah, yeah. also, yeah, you did it on purpose, right? And then also yeah, the whole okay. Jack being able to be quick to beat it. So oh like that's really God. cool oh. that you're able to connect these in retro- retroactive ways. It's not well, even not close to what the song is it had about. Nothing to do with the, the song. song. Is, no, I didn't is... write the song, dude. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just explaining the lyrics. No, but the, you're explaining them wrong. The song is song is a this song is it's. It, it's a vacate it's about like the whole point is vacation like it's, it's just about it's just it's for the it's just a that's song it, that the anywhere. theme song Vacations. to it oh, cody i respect your new year's resolution but you're making it so hard when you're so wrong it's a long way down the holiday road take a ride on the west coast kick like it it's and then he says holiday road that that's the lyrics it is just about it's it the whole point is just the theme song to the movie vacation and it's a good song i there's no deeper meaning about about like uh self-love or whatever you were talking about jack i I appreciate your attempts of diversion here but 
Yeah, it, it's it is what it oh is. Oh my gosh! Okay, we're we we're, have to move we on. We on. cannot keep. Hearing I'm, and I don't even know how you're gonna get to the, this next one. I, don't, I okay. feel like that's like sincerely the climax of the song. Okay, well, um, I'm moving back. The Throne Room by John Williams from the Star Wars movies. And it doesn't have any lyrics, unfortunately, any lyrics, so. so I guess we won't have that discussion. Um, but um, well, I want to know, this because this was the last song, did you see it going from um, from Smooth Criminal to Star Wars? To be honest, no. I, I thought that you would maybe try and go farther. Like, I, I, think, I, I think I did guess this at the beginning. Like, I, I did think you were going to try and, like, go as far back as you could. And that was kind of based off of like something you had maybe mentioned on like a text or something. But yeah, this is a this that was very. And I also can't figure out the connection between Holiday Road and the Throne Room yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's but, a little bit more. It's not a stretch, but this one is. There's a definite connection. Damn. But it, it but is. Yeah, but it's I not like not it's that. not as like easy as like okay. Well, it's, uh, Lindsay Buckingham is in. Uh, is in. Fleetwood Mac. It's not like easy like that. Do you have any yeah. idea what it is? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do not. <laughs> okay. Do you guys ready for this connection? You're gonna hate me for it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, what is the plot of Vacation? Uh, okay. Everything goes. So the plot of Vacation is that the family wrong. is trying to get to Wally World, which is an amusement park in California. Uh huh. Wally World. They originally wanted to do Disneyland oh. in the movie. They wanted to get to Disneyland, but Disney didn't give their permission. Is so, this just a, so because they're trying to go to Disneyland and Disney Star Wars Star originally Wars? wanted to be Disney or something? So, so this, the connection then, so they're trying to get to Disneyland, right? Wally World, they named it Wally World, I believe, because of Walt Disney. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And they, the whole point is the theme park. The throne room, this is actually from the Walt Disney World official album because this is Star Tours. This is the the music that you hear as you're leaving Star Tours, the ride. And I thought, what better way to tie it all back into Six Degrees Episode 4, A New Hope. Mm. The whole thing, the whole name of the episode. You're kind of an idiot that you can say that out. Zach came up with this this morning. He's like, I got the perfect one. Let's go with Episode 4, A New Hope. I was like, perfect. And as soon as you said that, then I knew exactly how to end the episode. By going right back to it, and, and I didn't right back to the callback so to Star Wars. I yeah. shouldn't, I shouldn't have known how it all, like that, how it all worked. But <laughs> you should have because you came up with the. Title. I guess, I, yeah, I probably should. I didn't realize. Yeah, that is because it's you, weird you, how that worked. Because out. you that even, you even were like, "What about like?" Um, I think I threw you, out a different. You threw out a, a couple different titles. I was like, "No, no, no, stick with the Star Wars one." Yeah, you and were, I thought about flipping the whole thing on its head. And starting with Star Wars and going down, but I was like, yeah. you know what? No, I want to like really throw throw it in a loop and then make it get back to Star Wars without you realizing that you named it. Yeah, I named it. And a you New go. Hope, and I was going to end with a Star Wars song. That was, that was you were good. the culprit all along. I was. It's I, like Fight Club. Yeah. Sorry if I spoiled that for you. 
Dude, I was going to watch that tonight. We, but, we literally had planned. Like, we were like, after this podcast, we're going to watch Fight Club because Zach's never seen it. And he just ruined the whole thing. But I can't believe this, Cody. To go back to <laughs> the actual, like, the song, like, I love the Star Wars soundtrack. Like, all of them. Like, yeah. John Williams, in my opinion, is a mastermind. Like, he is a musical genius and not an asshole. Like, he's, he's like an anom- anomaly, like Cody. Um, he actually. Why'd you say that so, like, like almost like you weren't convinced? I'm not. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, and I know, I think I might be the only one on this podcast that really enjoys listening to, like, movie scores, but. Um, yeah, well, I know I don't. I don't know Cody's listening habits, but yeah, I don't but, necessarily listen to movie But movie I do scores. know that both of you do like Star Wars, so that's why I thought. This yeah, dude, I that... love Spock. Yeah, man. That's true. Fox pretty good in Star Wars. I know that that's eating you up inside to say that. I hate it. I hate it to say it. Um, it's not a not a joke that I can do. Uh, yes, I do love Star Wars. Um, I do, and I I really like. I, I can't remember if I've explained this on the podcast because we haven't done any. We haven't done a lot of movie scores, but it's like if I I love movie scores during the movie, but it's like you just. When I'm not, it's like I just want to watch the movie when I start listening to it. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to listen to it. I want to watch it. I don't know. No, that's fair. It's just... See, like, I, I'm weird where I love listening to movie scores. Like, it's it's something that, like, you know, if, if like, at times where if I'm just kind of, like, wanting to just, like, listen to just completely chill, like, I, I'll listen to movie scores. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I wanted to, to end with this. And that's why I, and I like this because, like, I love going to the parks going to Star Tours and then I also just love the movies like like I know that I know do you have something you want to say about Cody did you you... oh I just like Zach it makes him want to watch the movies so we can just start watching the movies I just start watching the movies I like to lead in action I don't just talk about it Uh, yeah is this a bad time this is a pretty bad time actually yeah Yeah, we're think about it ever so poor bro no, I understand that, but no, we're but still like, we're the name in, of a podcast. But like, we're in the middle like, of the podcast. If you play too much of it, popcorn? but like legally, I think if you play too much of it, we're gonna we're have gonna to. Have, we are right, gonna have to, to cut it. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Could have just said that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay. So I'm gonna say some memories now. Yeah, say some memories. <laughs> Once I can stop laughing. Um. Uh, the uh, Star Wars for me is uh, um, Star Wars has been part of like almost my whole life Uh, we I remember watching it at a very young age Um, and I was like the right age when um, the prequels came out where like now I don't like rewatching them because of the acting and stuff but I was so young that like it was just like kind of fun for me and I, I enjoyed it as a kid who grew up on Star Wars too um, and then um, yeah have enjoyed it even the new stuff that's come out I I, I try not to be there's Star Wars Star Wars fans have a have a history of being incredibly like like toxic and very hateful yes and I try not to be, if I get into a mode where we start arguing about certain Star Wars things, I do have my opinions. Yeah. But, like, I, like if you like Star Wars, great. Uh, if you don't, that's fine. And, I, and I, um, I'm going to keep watching them. 
and I enjoy the new stuff. I'm I'm one of those who still watches all the new stuff. See, and like, and that's I think that's always been my opinion with Star Wars is that like, I feel like yeah, there's problems with all of them, but like I feel like sometimes you get that the to- really toxic Star Wars fan who is like, in reality, anything that isn't uh, Empire Strikes Back is garbage. Like that's yeah. kind of like what it ends up being, and you're like, yes, like but like. It's a movie. Nothing is perfect about any movie. Like, yeah. Besides, maybe like The Godfather. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there is. Yeah, yeah. There is so no, much. Nothing's and, and so perfect. That, nothing's yeah. perfect. And so, like, you know, I know, like, for example, prequels make people mad, but like, you know, like with Jar Jar Binks and stuff. But like, I, I do appreciate the prequels because, like, me, I was a kid when, like, you know, when I was I was a kid and didn't really have much introduction to Star Wars, so like the prequels kind of helped get me into Star Wars. And so, like, but that's what I mean. Like, I feel like, yeah. but but I understand the, the different, you know, stuff that people, like, love and hate about all the movies. But, Absolutely. But, so that's why I try to be more just like, I just love them. Like, yeah, are there problems? Sure. Um, do I still love them? Of course. I love all of them. Like, even though there's issues with them, still love them. And I, I, I just, I love Star Wars. I'm, I'm a huge nerd. Both Zach and I are big nerds. And Dude, why would you sell me out like that? Because like, it, I was trying to keep such a really cool front. I'd like we're almost, nobody nobody listening would have suspected that I was a nerd. We're almost to episode fifty. Like there's they <laughs> if they know don't know by now. I don't know what you're talking about. Cody, um, Cody do you um, do you have any like um like memories about like the song or just Star Wars in general you want to talk about or anything? I think it's kind of weird. Do you guys believe in like re- reincarnation? Um, I I, don't, I am open to like the idea of it, but it's not like a personal philosophy of mine. You know how like when um sometimes like a song or like a uh-huh. show or something can bring you back to a place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When I yeah. heard the song, oh crap! Yeah, I think I was there. <laughs> I think I. What do you? Was what do you mean? Part of, there... I think that happened to me. Star Wars. S- <laughs> Real no. quick, what okay. do you mean by this? Like when you, I heard like it, you were I just part felt, of Star Wars. Like you were Luke I felt Skywalker. Like that was like a past of mine, in a galaxy so far okay. away. Okay. Okay. So, so you're, you're saying, saying I don't know who I was. I just feel like I was there. Okay. So no. So just you're take saying, us through it just one time. Cause one more time. So you're saying that you, when you listen to the song, back, it was like a deja vu. It was a deja vu. So you're saying that you in your past life, or was it this life? It's like in a galaxy so long. Okay, far so you away. so in, in past this, life, so past you, life. You you were in the Star Wars universe, and and they based that's just the, how I felt. and they based the Star Wars movies off of experiences you had. So did you talk to like George Lucas about this? Is it just a weird coincidence? I don't know, dude. I just felt like I was there. You but felt you like couldn't you were have there. been there. No, 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 no. He just, he just stopped. You know, stop. He he couldn't have been there. He couldn't have been because it because it was made from George Lucas's mind. It was made up. It was all made up. Okay, like I've we've we've welcomed you into this podcast. Yes, you're we welcome me and Zach welcome you. Okay, so you was, sure? Let's go with that. Fine, but you you I'm starting you're to regret now, that decision. You're, yes, okay. You're in Star Wars. Okay, every single thing that you've said is absolute bullshit like nothing has made sense like you need to rethink 
like you were just wrong on every single you know, I, account. Like you, uh, I love that you guys love Star Wars because something that I was part of, you guys enjoy. But so you much. couldn't have been part of it. Thanks <laughs> for sticking around, music nerds. We're out of here. <laughs>